the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hey folks, welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman, your happy host here. Hope you're having a great Saturday. A little bit warmer this weekend than uh, than we had last weekend, so that's that's a nice thing to have here in Southern California. Of course, we also have the air show going on out there in Chino, so I know all of my listeners are patriots. So we're going to head out to the air show. This morning, we were actually out at the Ontario Gun Show getting signatures for uh, voter registrations. So we're doing our big voter registration drive. You know, I always talk about that, how we need to get this state back in order. Joining me on this show, I have two very special people, three. One has chosen to be anonymous and not speak. We'll see how that goes for the rest of the show. She's listening in the corner here. Um, wonderful young lady. We'll, we'll speak with her in a minute. But I have Patchum Quick. Now, that's a nominal, or it's, it's a name, uh, given to people who are in Cowboy Fast Draw, or, you know, Sass has their own names, but this is Cowboy Fast Draw. I have Patchum Quick. He's here, a member of the local club. And I have Quick Cal, who is the... Chairman of the board, the big guy, calling in from Nevada for the Cowboy Fast Draw Association. You can find out more at CowboyFastDraw.com. But gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thank you for having us. Hey, thanks for having us in there, Philip. Hey, well, you know what? I, I saw these guys doing a demonstration. Well, my first run-in with Cowboy Fast Draw was like 15 years ago. as out at Rahagi's at the sports fair, and, and you got to try it, and it was, it was so much fun. Um, did a little bit different style. We'll get into that. But then just recently, I saw you guys out here in Rancho at the Bass Pro Shops doing your demonstration. And you do that fairly regularly, don't you? Yes, we do. We are the local club here. We're the deputies, and we do compete there. It's kind of an, uh, an internal game that we have, and we shoot on the third Sunday of each month, weather depending. Weather depending. Well, do you have a heat stroke in August? Uh, no, but we have had <laughs> heat strokes before in Nevada, which I've had to deal with before too. But sometimes it gets a little too windy for the uh, for the backdrop. Oh, interesting. Yeah, Rancho, it is. Rancho is a wind hole. There's no doubt about that. Hey, I wanted to, uh, just to bring everybody down and stop having fun immediately and talk about what a California legislature is doing here. So I hate to do this right off the bat, but we have to. Folks out there in Radio Land, you have to understand that this is the fight. You have to get involved this June. You have to be registered to vote, and you have to vote. You have to at least send in your mail-in ballot. That's all we ask to remain free Americans is that you do your part, all you Second Amendment points, people out there, because 
This year, the state legislature has gone on another loony bin. You thought they couldn't get any worse with Gunmageddon, but there's a lot more things that they want to do. One of them is they want to have a background check and serialize all gun parts. Okay, so your AR-15, you already have a serialized lower, but they want you to go through a background check for your upper. Well, I want to switch mine over to a Thompson stock. Well, then they want to have a background check for the stock. They, they want to serialize every part and regulate every single part, which of course is going to come with a tax or a fee that's on top of that. They're trying to regulate Americans out of existence in the state of California. That's what they're trying to do. So we need to be involved in this. We need to stop them at the ballot box. We do that by making sure that the 8 to 10 million registered gun owners in this state of California show up to vote. Because right now, folks, we have about 3 million showing up. We could have won the last election. We wouldn't have to have Jerry Brown. We wouldn't have to have Kamala Harris. We wouldn't have to have any of these horrible people representing us if gun owners, Second Amendment gun owners, showed up on voting day. So when you go to a gun store, you go to a range, you go to the gun show, like this morning, and a guy walks up and says, you need to register to vote, register. Even if you haven't before, or if you're currently registered, register for a mail-in ballot. Because who knows where you're going to be in June? Who knows what's going to happen in November? Maybe you're on that elk hunt. Maybe you're in a competition. You have to be out of town for whatever reason. Don't miss your chance to make your voice count. And you, if you don't vote, you don't count. So it's very, very important. You hear me harping on this all the time. But guys, this is the battle. You know, if you want to be a 3%er, great. Be a 3%er of the votes because that's what we need in this, in this state. Um, that's our background information here, Cal. We have crazy people running the state. I understand you took off Randa, Nevada. Yes, I did. Years and years ago, Cling- in the early 70s. Clinging to life as hard as you can out there, huh? Well, you know, it's, it's, this thing is a, it's a, it's a nationwide thing. It's a nationwide movement to disarm Americans. Yep. And, yes, it's, it's, you got California, and we have clubs coast to coast in Cowboy Fast Draw. And there's places on the East Coast that are even worse than California, Maryland, New York, uh, Massachusetts. And it seems to, like, gather on the coast, and then it hasn't spread inward too bad yet. But, but uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's gotten extremely bad up in the I-5 corridor, up in Oregon and Washington especially. Oh, those places have gone nuts. I mean, I have friends of mine who were retired uh, police, to police officers going to Oregon. I'm like, Why? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Don't you realize you're going into the belly of the beast? Um, it, it's amazing what has actually happened in Oregon um, and Washington. I mean, did you see what they just did in Washington? I mean, just some some of the things that have gone on. You would think that these are are Western states, and they're okay to uh, they're okay to to live in and to move in, but, you know, just like they turned Colorado into an Obama state, they're continuing to turn all of these these, uh, Western nice places to live into horrible socialist uh, things, just like they've done in California. Well, that's right. And, you know, we used to put on an event at the Washington Sportsman Show, and we did that, you know, for about three or four years running, and we would put on what we call a Come Try Cowboy Fast Draw. We would run over a thousand people where we'd actually put a, a, a holster on them, fit them up with a holster, train them up with a six gun, and they'd go up there and shoot our, the wax bullet ammunition that we shoot in our sport. Mm-hmm. 
and we had six lanes up there. We did television interviews on the morning shows. Everybody loved it and everything, but I got to tell you, we had to quit doing that in that state because they made it illegal just to hand someone a gun, even at a shooting range, and, and for them to try the sport or any sport or any gun. They, they did some things crazy. like that here in California very recently where it's making it very, very difficult to loan somebody a firearm for hunting or anything of that nature. Well, yeah. yeah. They're all over that. Well, hey, let's let's jump off of that because, you know, the bottom line is, folks, if you don't vote, you deserve the government you get. Right? Exactly right. And I that's what we're it. seeing in California. If you are not involved in, in doing the right thing, well, that's why we have Kamala Harris as our senator that's why we have diane feinstein if we had barbara boxer for crying out loud we should all hang our heads in shame to have that person representing us but and, and even locally here we have people like mark steindorf who who are just total snakes we have to just stop voting for snakes and uh go absolutely oh let me ask my producer can i call a um a public um a government official a snake well sure is, is it, that that's it's just like speech? Be careful with what you say about the IRS. <laughs> well, you can call a government official anything you want. You just can't well, threaten them. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm just calling him what he is. That's exactly right. And my, my dog won't go near him because we took the dog through the snake break. So you know he recognizes those right away and just won't go by the near the guy at all. So that that ought to tell you the character of that particular person. Um, but let me get off of that. I want to get out to some fun stuff here. Cowboy fast draw, which is a great sport. It really is. It's fun. It's colorful. Uh, what I saw out there was a bunch of guys and gals really enjoying themselves. Uh, looked like a very well-organized event, too. Um, Patchum, you want to talk about that? Uh, sure, absolutely. I, I enjoyed doing it. I have been uh, with the Cowboy Fast Draw for about four years. Uh, I do appreciate and uh, enjoy hanging with the uh, other club members. It's kind of like my second family. It really is. It's uh, uh, We do get to travel uh, a little bit uh, up and down the uh, California through Arizona and into Nevada. That's as far as I've gone so far at the other competitions. And uh, the level of concentration I, I think that it takes to, uh, to compete well in this sport is... Um, it's a lot. Yeah, it's, you're yeah. totally focused. Yes. You know, there's some commands. You're getting ready for the prompts. You have to sit there and wait. And uh, for the, I've started a little video here on you. So, uh, folks, these guys are in character, which is really cool. So if you take a look at him, he's got the vest. He's got the, the scarf, a, a fantastic-looking jacket on this. We're going to go over his equipment, his gun belt. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun on this show and exactly how to get involved. Because I understand Friday nights is date night. Yes. The Cowboy Fast Draw? It is. So you can grab your wife, your significant other, head on down there, and just have an absolutely fun time for beginners. We'll talk about how to get involved in that, too. All right? Folks, Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show, talking about Cowboy Fast Draw. You can find out more at our Facebook page, Firing Line Radio Show. Join the group. We'll talk more about that, too. We're coming back right after this. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. 
As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and Cutting Edge Bullets. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hey, folks, Philip Payman, Firing Line Radio Show. Now, if you're not armed for protection or recreation, then Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside is where you need to go for handguns, rifles, shotguns, ammo, accessories, and much more. Bullseye Sport is extending their midterm election madness sale from now through May 12th. Get 5% off all firearms, both in stock and special order, name brands, like Beretta, Ruger, Glock, Smith & Wesson, and many more. If they don't have it, they'll get it. Also, get 5% off all information and 10% off everything else in the store. That's the Bullseye Sport Midterm Madness Sale now through May 12th. And be sure to vote in the upcoming midterm elections for pro-Second Amendment candidates. Join Bullseye Sports on May 12th for the fundraising event to support the next congresswoman for District 41, Aja Smith, who is a conservative, veteran, and pro-Second Amendment candidate. Bullseye Sport for the best selection in prices every day. It's Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. Call 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. Hey, welcome back here, folks. We have Patchum Quick and Quick Cal. These guys are joining you, along with the lovely Barbara, who refuses to say anything in the microphone. But I've got three more segments, Barbara. We're going to coax you out of your shell here. At least get a hello out of you. Okay, um, these guys are from the Cowboy Fast Draw Association. Cowboy Fast Draw, you, you think about it. You go all the way back to when you were six years old watching cowboy movies, and there's the Smoky Saloon, and they say, you know, draw. What? What do they, what do they say before they pull their guns here? Pull that smoke wagon. You're going to skin that smoke wagon or yeah, stand there and bleed, right? Right. So... <laughs> So um, it, it's a lot of fun, and uh, it, it puts some realistic expectations into shooting that you don't see in the movies. Would you it say sure that's does. fair? It sure does, Philip. I'll tell you what. What we do, the degree of difficulty of hitting those targets with wax bullets, because mind you, you know, you know, we have, uh, you know, at our world championship, we have 17-inch targets that we stand five yards from. 
you know, 17-inch round targets that have a sensor on the back of them. And the way that works is, you know, you, you go on the line, you shake hands with your opponent, and the two of you are in a match. And the first shooter to hit, win three shots wins that, that bout between the two of you. The winner goes on, the loser gets an X. When you get four Xs, you're out. And so that's how the thing works. But you have to react to a light, draw a fire, and that takes three hundredths of a second for that wax bullet to reach its destination. And it's powered only with a 209 shotgun primer in most cases. And so uh, that is a hard target to hit. If you're off one degree, you are going to miss it. And so we react to the light, draw fire, and hit that thing in less than half of a second. And some of our really champion shooters can hit it in less than four-tenths of a second, down to almost right in the third of a second range. And so uh, it's a very... Uh, it's a sport that demands extreme concentration, and uh, no matter how much you practice, competition changes it all. You got to be, got to have a hot hand and a cool head to prevail. But Patch and Quick said something that was real interesting. He talked about his, the CFBA family, and I want to get into that here in a second. Go right ahead. Okay. Well, we call it the CFBA family because most of us get involved because we see it just like you did, and you say, hey, that looks like fun shooting, and I'll try that. And, you know, actually, when you get set up with your gun, holster, and ammunition, you know, your brass, it only costs you six cents a shot for the ammo. So it's really inexpensive. And uh, But you get into most shooters get into it for the shooting, but once they get involved, there's this little bond that's created because... They call out our aliases over a PA system. We get on the line. We meet our opponent. We shake hands. We wish each other luck because we each understand how hard it is. And uh, after that match, no matter what's happened, there is a bond created between those two gunfighters that they never forget. And they become friends from there on. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a really an, an interesting thing that happens. Uh, and... We become, you know, the, the guy you faced in one round is there loaning your equipment if you have a problem in the next. And it's, it's a sport of ladies and gentlemen. And, in fact, a third of our competitors are women. A full third? Yes. Well, that's one thing that, you know, I think that I'm going to applaud your, uh, your group for doing that. But I'm going to tell you, I find that to be common in the shooting sports. Uh, Gentlemen, gentle ladies, everybody working for everybody else's benefit. You know, no rude people. Um, you know, rude people have to go play another sport. That's, that's the way it is. You know, we don't, uh, I guess we don't tolerate the rude people well. You cannot in a shooting sport. Knuckleheads are not allowed in shooting sports. You know, I wish knuckleheads weren't allowed in life. <laughs> well, that, yeah, we'll see. It's not like a tennis match. You can't beat John McEnroe and throw your tennis racket down on the ground and throw a tantrum. We wear guns. So, win, lose, you know, win or lose. Yeah, you, there's, you a, shake, there's a name we haven't heard for a while. Yeah, John McEnroe, the big yeah. temper tantrum. <laughs> Who needs that? We don't. And, and so that you never see that in any shooting sports, really. No, you and, don't. And it's also, you know, we start kids out at eight. First thing we teach them is gun safety that I wish a lot of adults would learn. And uh, you see these kids develop over the years, and boy, they turn out to be fine, upstanding people who have honor and integrity. Yeah, you know what? That's the other thing is you do see a lot of that. You see some great, great people um, 
coming out of these sports. You know, we've had Kim Rode in here, and you probably guys probably know her, the uh, Olympic mm-hmm. gold medalist. You know, just high quality person. Matter of fact, she's actually leading some of the lawsuits to try and get Sandy back in California, uh, and they chose her because. She has such a high moral standard, you know, five Olympic medals. All she does is work, you know, she just yes. does her does her job, works, takes care of her family. And and uh, so she's the perfect person. There's not a lot of dirt you can find in that closet. Mm-hmm. It's been. Yeah. So I find that a lot. Just just great people that have got involved. Now, Patchum, you're here in the office in the studio. How did you get involved in this? I actually uh, was at Bass Pro. And uh, when they had a town folk alley, and it was a come like Cal was talking about, it was a you know a try it out kind of weekend. And uh, town folk outing, town folk alley for us Flatlanders. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I met a gentleman called uh, JD, and uh, I still think of him as my mentor when when I'm shooting, and I actually like it when he's my hand judge when he's right behind me. It gives me a little umph of confidence. And uh, I really enjoyed it. Now, I was already an enthusiast of shooting uh, at indoor ranges, but then uh, the Cowboy Fast Trial is a whole different level oh, of competition. It is, it's just, yes, you need to be concentrated. Uh, concent- well, that's the wrong word, isn't it? You have to concentrate on the target, but it is, it is grip it and rip it. it is, you don't really get a chance to aim. It, it's, you're shooting from the hip. It's, it's all muscle memory. And I really, really enjoy it. Now, does it does it mess you up if the targets are different distances? No. Uh, we always shoot at the same distance and the same size. Now, I know we have... Cal, you need to help me with this one. We yeah. have two different sizes or three different sizes now? We do. Well, just two. What we have is, you know, our original sport... Uh, in fact, we'll get into that maybe in the next subject. We'll talk about the old and the new. But, you know, we started with 24-inch plates at 21 feet. And we wanted to move them up closer because a lot of folks don't have facilities that they can shoot seven yards in indoors. And, and we have a lot of clubs with indoor ranges and everything. And a lot of our competitors practice in their garages. They have one lane they can buy for under 600 bucks, and they have the same equipment we use in the biggest matches. But not many people have 21 feet to try to practice in, so we've, we've reduced the target to 17 and 316 well, at 15 feet, same exact degree of difficulty. But here in California, though, you could probably just practice quick drawing and shooting in the front yard. Nobody care, right? <laughs> <laughs> what are all the helicopters? Hey, look, honey, we're famous. Yeah, yeah. that's going to go over really well. Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. What is... Uh, okay, so I don't want to give too much away here, but... What are the rules for, is this considered ammunition? I mean, there's no propellant other than the primer. That's correct. In fact, uh, I am an FFL dealer. You know, CFDA is. And uh, we ship guns all over the country. We, we have our own brand of wax bullets, brass, everything you need to do the sport on our website and on General Store. But the, I had BATF... Uh, you know, give us a an actual opinion whether our wax bullets and were actual considered ammunition. And I tell you what, I'd rather take rocks into a fight than a wax bullet. Uh, while they travel in at seven hundred feet a second, uh, they they are not lethal unless you hit a you know someone in the eyeball or something. They get so seven hundred feet a second. Oh yeah, yes. Uh, these are not toys, and so we implement full shooting range 
uh, safety precautions. Right, right. Downrange, uprange, we have range officers, range masters, the whole nine yards, because we get to educate okay. as many people as possible in the safe and proper use of firearms along with this. Hey, uh, Cal, how how much does this le- uh, wax bullet weigh? 20 grains? Uh, right at about 18 grains. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, so that's why you, you've got the velocity. Is that There's really, you know, it's like a feather going down range. That's, that's right. And uh, so, in, you know, the 209 shotgun primer, those actually, you don't have to press them into our brass. You, uh-huh. They just... They drop in and they fall out when you're unloading your gun. Once you close your loading gate... That sounds like one of my hunting loads. (laughs) 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 Oh, I guess it's time to buy new brass. (laughs) Yeah. Well, our our brass pretty much lasts forever if we don't step on it because we don't run high pressures. Right. That's very interesting stuff. Okay, so we're going to come back. We'll talk more about the equipment that's involved in this because this is fun. You can start with an off-the-shelf pistol. You don't have to get a race gun. I mean, uh, back you know, 15 years ago when the guys were doing different styles, you know, just like anything else, you could throw a lot of money at the program. But now, just with off-the-shelf equipment, you can step right in and and have a great time. Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn? Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range and CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons. Persians, come and get them. Hey, folks! Welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman here. We're uh, having a great show with the Cowboy Fast Draw. We're going to do a little bit of this later. Maybe I can actually try some. Uh, well, we have. Do we still have that Hillary Clinton poster around? There's a target. Oh, let's just say we have an, ex- an available target. We will try uh, for these non-lethal bullets. But uh, just uh, yeah, we'll give that one a shot. Maybe a little bit later. Uh, Cowboy fast draw, which is exactly what you think it is. And you think about the 1950s era of cowboy movies, where good guys actually got to shoot bad guys and uh, shoot them often, shoot them early, shoot them often, the way things should be. And uh, you know. Guys square off at the saloon, bada bing, bada boom, somebody goes out to Boot Hill. And that's what these guys are kind of practicing as a sport, as just something fun and recreational to do, right? Absolutely. It is my favorite thing to do, and I have been involved with other organizations, and I, I really enjoy this this competition, this level of, of sport. Tell us a little bit about your equipment. Now, um, you can yeah open that bag sure. here. Now we never have firearms in the studio because um, you know some kind of rule against that. But if we did, and if it was a 
Anna, or Python handled silver stainless steel Vaquero mm-hmm. uh, in 45 Long Colt. Yes. It may sound something like, like um, oh, I don't know. I guess it might sound like that, but we wouldn't have one here in studio. So, hey, all you guys at Salem, relax. But if we did have one, and if you were explaining how they worked, what would you tell me about that? Well, this is a single action revolver. All of Hypothetically, our, yes. Yes. All of our revolvers that we do use in the sport are single action. Uh, you do have to pull the hammer down and pull the trigger to get the bolt to come out each and every time. So a sing- single action, for those of you who are brand new, single action means that the trigger only does one thing, okay? And that is release the hammer. Correct. So you have to be the mechanical mule for the rest of the activities required to move the cylinder, cock the hammer, and get it ready for the firing. Each and every shot. So the old cowboy, the peacemaker style, okay, that's really kind of what most people like out there. Um, That is a single action cowboy gun. You can pull the trigger with a hammer down, nothing happens. So you have to physically pull the hammer back. Typically, it's done with the draw hand. In your sport, it's done with the draw hand. It is. And then with the trigger back, the hammer falls, gun goes off. It is not safe to, or cannot fire again until you manually pull, pull the, the hammer, hammer back again and draw the trigger. Yeah. So that's what a single action pistol is about, as opposed to like Dirty Harry's, where, you know, did he fire five shots or was it six? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, pull the trigger, the gun goes bang. That's a double action gun. So these are the, so in the sport, you have to have period honest weapons. Uh, looking. Um, there are. Some, they don't have to be an antique. No, they do not have to be an antique. We do have one of our competitors, uh, and I'm sorry, I can't remember his name, but I do know he shoots with a hundred year old pistol, and uh, he is quite a character. And uh, I do look up to him when I do see him, but I have to travel up to Reno area uh, before I see him because I'm not really sure where he's from. You're, you're talking about Curly Calhoun. Uh, could be. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah. and so think about that, folks. You've you got a 100-year-old gun. You don't want to take this thing to the range and shoot it because you don't know what's going to go on with it. But you could use it in this sport because the pressures don't exist. No, they do not. It's, uh, they're just not there. Uh, I mean, the fastest our bullets travel with a 209 primer is no, no faster than 700 feet per second. It, you there, know, there's BB guns that shoot faster than this. <laughs> yes, there are. <laughs> Which, by the way, actually is the same velocity of an actual Colt, Colt 45, 255 grain factory bullet. They move the same velocity. It's just there's a lot, lot more mass. Yeah, there. you're just looking at uh, <laughs> at almost 10 times the bullet weight is the only oh, difference yeah. on that one. Mm-hmm. So um, so it's, it's a safe sport. It's single action. Your particular rig that you're using. Yes. Uh, mine is a... I'm going to take a quick look here because I kind of forgot because there was... Uh, it's black. Two holsters uh, or two two manufacturers for a while. This one is a, a Mernicle, and uh, I do like it. It is um, it's a standard gun belt, uh, leather gun belt, but then the uh, the holster itself is made a little different. It uh, has maximum cant on it. We do have... We do allow cant on... Uh, on the holsters. Okay, so so if you have a holster at home, like you've got your Safari Land revolver holster, you've got a vertical 
hold on that. And that's hold or made vertical for weapon retention, right? You might have a loop over the top of it, and it's made vertical. So as you're running around, uh, hiking and hunting, it doesn't go falling out. These particular holsters are not for traveling. No, they're not. Uh, One trip on a horse, you're going to lose your gun for sure. Absolutely. Um, they're made like a bucket. Yeah, pretty much. They are. They're a metal holster, and it has leather uh, around the outside. And beautifully actually, finished. It, it, so it's not. There's no metal in that holster. It's it's just hard leather. Hide in there. Yeah. It cannot. It's against our rules. Um, metal in there. Thank you, Cal, for correcting Oh my gosh, me. you had an illegal holster. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. this is a Mernicle. <laughs> this is a Mernicle holster. So I know there's not. It's not illegal. So. Right. It, it does have a little lip down here on the bottom because uh, occasionally we get some people with itchy fingers and they'll put one right through the holster. And when this happens, the wax just hits this little plate here and the bullet just fragments and just goes to the ground right next to them. And this is, uh, this is a safety feature. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think it's uh, a, a real improvement for, uh, for the sport. And I don't... Cal, do you know when that went into effect? Uh, well, actually, it's it, we have you know deflector shields on the bottom of our holster. But if you should use one during during a, a, a bout with a, a competitor, you are disqualified from that round. It is a safety issue. It, you mean uh, if you use one, if you shoot yourself in yeah, the holster, if, if you have well, a boot yeah. shot, yeah, you're eliminated home. from that round. But uh, you know if that happens more than once in the contest, then you can be eliminated from the entire tournament. That's only fair. I mean, we call them. You know, there are no accidentals. We only have negligent discharges, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the gun, the gun doesn't shoot itself. Your booger picker has to hit the little hangy down part that goes bang. <laughs> That's one way to describe it. And, yeah. and and let's let's back up here a second, if we have the time, and discuss. You know, are you talking about the television shows of the the 1950s? Well, that's where Fast Draw was born. Uh, a friend of mine by the name of Hugh O'Brien. Uh, I got to meet him and work with him here in the last, you know, he, he passed away recently. But anyway, he was playing uh, White Earp on his TV series back in the 50s. And he put out a challenge. Uh, we had a guy named Dee Willem that used to work at Knott's Berry Farm when they had train robberies and the westerns were a big thing. And he was a stuntman there, did shows. But he created the first fast draw timer in 1956 and 55 right in there and uh, Hugh bought one and challenged all the other leading men in Hollywood uh, to you know to take them on and uh, nobody ever did uh, except Audie Murphy wanted to do it live ammo and Hugh wouldn't do it but <laughs> that sounds like Audie Murphy <laughs> yeah but, but we're playing for keeps and, and so as the sport moved forward though it became a huge sport during the 50s I mean, huge. They were having their national championships at the Sahara Hotel in Las Vegas and all sorts of things. And, and, uh, and so, but then something happened to the sport. They got into modifying the equipment. They started making bucket boots and aluminum guns and fanning hammers. And, and they, they altered the equipment in the quest of all-out speed. And you know where they shot themselves on their own foot? Because they lost the tie to the Old West. And the sport went along for many years. I started shooting in 1968. Uh, I was having fun, just everybody else going for speed. But, you know, we could never grow the sport to yep. what it could be in those days did because you ever, of that. Did you ever need a guy by the name of Chuck Naiman back then? My uncle Chuck, used to shoot fat quick draw. Yeah, I don't recall meeting him. Uh, uh, but there were there was literally 100,000 people that were doing 
fast draw back in the 50s for a while. That should be 70s. But yeah. yeah, yeah, awesome. Hey, we're going to have to run to a break here. Folks, sure. this is Philip Naiman. We're talking with Patchem Quick and Quick Cal from CowboyFastDraw.com. Find out more. And you know what? You can bring your significant other to date night, Friday night, and try the stuff out. So it's all a lot of fun. We'll be right back after this. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Hey folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman. Hope you're having a good time here. Uh, I have Quick Cal and patch them quick on with me. But before we jump right back into this, I want to tell you about a few changes that have happened. Our Facebook page. Now, those of you who've been watching in the news, Facebook obviously is not exactly firearm friendly, not exactly American friendly. They are uh, they're very socialist and weird stuff friendly. But we do use them because it's a great avenue to get our word out for a lot of different things. So my Firing Line radio show page is being turned into a group. Now, the reason that I'm doing this is Facebook's algorithms limit how many people actually see a post I make on that. But if you join the group, which is free you will see all of the posts. I'll have podcasts post up there, the little video clips we're doing here in the studio. It'll be fun. Our hunting events, our shooting events, all those things are going to be posted in there. So go to the Firing Line Radio Show page. There's a little button right on the top that says join the group. Join the group. It's free. It's easy. It's easier than registering to vote. How's that? So you're going to want to make sure that you do that. Uh, joining along, folks, I want everybody here to say hello. On my right, your left, if you take a quick look here, we have the lovely Barbara. She's hiding in the corner. Barbara, please step up and say hello. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Now you're a radio star. See how easy that was? I warned her I was going to do that, but she's a good sport. She came in here anyway. Thank you, Barbara. Uh, joining me back on that line, I do have Quick Cal. Cal, you want to talk about the foundations of your sport, which is Quick Draw. Well, and, and, yeah. and, you know, you mentioned the, the, the Cowboys and the movies and stuff. How many times does it drive you crazy when a guy from the hip turns around and shoots 180 yards down the street, takes the guy who's hiding off the rooftop with a rifle? Well, drive, Can you guys it, do that? Well, it's, it's, it's funny. You know, they, they gallop by and shoot the eyeball out of the squirrel and stuff, but no. We know exactly how good someone can get with a single-action revolver. And uh, and we have the, the 
greatest people that's ever handled them in our sport, and nobody's that good. <laughs> so no, and that, or ever was because we shoot. I you know the average cowboy fast draw shooter shoots probably about ten fifteen thousand rounds a year just in practice, and there's no way anybody in the old west could have ever fired that many shots. No, no. That is going to have fallen apart, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been corroded from the black powder and just eaten and just he'd had dust in his hands. Yeah. And yeah. we're going to have a Dylan loader on the back of their horse. How are they going to do that? You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. So you wanted to talk about how you, you guys got started. Or your well, foundation. yeah. Well, 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 fast draw, you know, is a sport existed from the 50s all through the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s. And then Cowboy Fast Draw was, was formed in 2002 in Deadwood, South Dakota. And it was designed to bring the sport back to its, you know, as a reform, to bring it back to its roots. So the guns, we no longer have race guns. They have to be a gun of the type that was found in the Old West. And so there's no fanning hammers allowed. There's no aluminum barrels allowed. That gun has to be stock, just like from the factory, but it can have an action job, and, uh, and, and that's, that's fine. Uh, the holsters also, no, the, the, unfortunately, the holster that Matt Dillon wore <laughs> in Gunsmoke did not exist in the Old West. That, that, that is a Buscadero rig, which was invented in Hollywood during the 1920s. So even our rigs have to be a Mexican loop design. And uh, so we, we, the equipment has to be 1800s period correct equipment. So are you telling me that the Bianchi leather that the High Plains Drifter wore is not legal? Very possible. Oh, my goodness. That's, that, that might be blasphemy, sacrilege at least. Oh, I know. It, it, but we had to base the sport because it got so out of control with modifications we had to base our equipment yeah, I get it. on something solid. It, it, you know, it, it's all good. It's all it's, it's great stuff. So, how fast is Clint Eastwood? How fast was Clint Eastwood? Well, you know, I never I, I never got to meet meet Clint Eastwood, but I met Jerry Lewis. There was a there was a string. It's almost the same person. Well, <laughs> they, they, they loved fast draw. Sammy Davis, Jerry oh, Lewis, yeah. a lot of those guys. They used to shoot. But I tell you, Clint Eastwood and Glenn Ford too, by the way. But Clint Eastwood and Glenn Ford actually paid entry fees and shot in the national championships right around 1960 in Las Vegas. And, uh, and, you know, Glenn Ford was more consistent. Clint Eastwood was faster, but he shot well all the time and couldn't win. And and so, uh, so that's, that's, but, you know. In your sport, this is, you know, we say this a lot in life, but in your sport, it's true. Second place is first loser. Well, that, and there's no second place in a gunfight. No, okay? that's exactly right. Yeah, second place is first loser. Mm-hmm. You're done. Hey, I want to switch over here to uh, quick or to Patchum, Patchum mm-hmm. quick. Um, you know, you're talking about the family, the events. Tell us, you know, Friday night. Yeah, Friday night is uh, practice here. It's practice nice here locally uh, with the local club here, which we call the deputies. And, um, you know, we have all different kind of folks come on out. We have, uh, in our club, we've got a granddad, we've got, uh, and grandkids come I saw, out. I saw a kid 
He won his match, too. I don't know if he was 10 years old. Uh, Maybe 12, something he, like that. I, actually, that's uh, Sean, and I don't remember his alias. And, uh, yeah, I don't want to go up against him. He never misses. He might be slower than me, <laughs> but he never misses. He's that perfect height of the target. That's right. And uh, he never misses. So I have to be, uh, even on my game, I, I can't take anybody for granted. And, you know, in, in, uh, in our sport... The guys usually shoot against the guys, and the ladies usually shoot against the ladies, but not always. But it doesn't matter. It's time. It, it is time, and I don't want to usually go up against some of the ladies because, I mean, it's a well-known fact that women have faster reaction times than guys. So, And I don't, I don't like shooting against the ladies. They just embarrass me. <laughs> so well, Friday nights, where do you guys shoot? Uh, we have our own indoor facility, and it's in Rancho Cucamonga. And it's off the corner of 6th and Archibald. And if you like further information, you can look up thedeputies.com and we'll, uh, you'll get more information from there. Uh, we start at 6 o'clock and we roll to about, oh, about 8.15 and we put stuff away. And then we kind of figure out who's going to dinner. And uh, we have lots of different places that we go to uh, for dinner. And it, it's... It's a real family in environment. You know, how many people typically show up? We have about thirty to thirty-five people who show up regularly, and then we have other people who kind of, because of their schedule, they they can't make it every Friday night. And occasionally, we have uh, new people who show up, and you know, if they like it, they just keep coming back. And uh, we have equipment to be loaned out, and after a while, if they enjoy the sport, and everybody seems to. Uh, then they start getting their own rig and their their own revolver and trying to uh, develop their own character and clothing. Do you need to have hearing protection for this? Hand protection. Hearing protection. Hearing protection. The children, yes. Okay. Um, the adults, not so much. Uh, I encourage it, uh, especially... Just foamies are fine. Yes, they're fine. Uh, where we shoot now, we used to shoot uh, at a little different location. It wasn't so loud, but now our new indoor facility... It's loud. Okay. And uh, so, yes, we always encourage hearing but protection. He, but here's, here's what I want to point out is my wife doesn't like to go to an indoor range, like in a, unless we have it by ourselves, um, because of the repercussion. You know, you get that guy next to you with a forty four Magnum who thinks he's, you know, run, running the gun, right? Yes. And that blast force that comes through. But you can take somebody here having a good time. The only concussive force is that of a primer. That's it. So they're, they're, it doesn't have that. And so I was actually kind of trying to figure out how am I going to convince my wife that we just kind of end up in Rancho around 6 o'clock on a Friday. And uh, just, you know, honey, we'll go to dinner afterwards. It's a great thing. And call, Absolutely. call this date night. And that happens a lot with people, too. And when I'm at Bass Pro and I'm talking to people and, I'm, and I'm, they're interested in what we're doing, and I said, Great date night, exactly. Friday night, because yeah. it's not going to be scary. It's not, and there's a and from what I saw on the the Rancho Day, there's a lot of lady shooting also. Oh, absolutely, there is no recoil off of these pistols that we use. It's just a two hundred nine uh, primer, and and the other thing from I, I know from teaching ladies to shoot, they get competitive quick. Yes, they do. <laughs> So, uh, you know, check these guys out, folks. The deputies. Dot com. Dot com. Okay, or go all the way out there to cowboyfastraw.com. And of course, check us out, 
Firing Line Radio Show. We're moving some formats around. We are on iTunes now, no longer on SoundCloud. So check us out on iTunes. Get this download. You gentlemen are free to use it any place you'd like. Um, also on our Facebook page, please join the group. The group is where the new information is going to be. So Firing Line Radio Show, join our group. I want to thank my very special guests, Patchem Quick, Quick Cal, the lovely Barbara. Thank you, Barbara, for joining us. Guys, have a great weekend. We'll see you all next week. Thank you for having us. Shoot, Felipe! Shoot! When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside. The Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. CCW Safe. Mop and Financial Advisors. Cutting Edge Bullets. Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.